Hi friends, welcome back to a brand new episode of OK Now Breathe podcast. I'm Megan from OKNowBreathe.com where I talk about all things mental health, self-care, and self-love with the help of spirituality. Okay, so if you struggle with anxiety, I wanted to ask you a question. Off of the top of your head, what is your most embarrassing symptom of anxiety? What is a thing that makes you want to crawl into a hole of embarrassment and never come out? Well, today I'm going to be talking about my most embarrassing symptoms. Well, actually, I'm not really embarrassed by them anymore. I talk so openly about them (laughs) on my blog, on my Instagram, on my email list, that they are normal to me. And to be honest, the symptoms that I am going to be covering today are normal. And it's time we start talking about them and normalizing them so they're not embarrassing and so that we can know what to talk about to our therapists and our doctors to help us because there is no reason we should feel ashamed for something that impacts our lives so much, we don't need to hurt ourselves even more by being embarrassed and ashamed. Okay, so let me backtrack to, I would say, I was 15, so I was a sophomore in high school, when my anxiety was through the absolute roofs of roofs. Like, I am talking, it was so hard to function. It was so hard to function, and I will put a little disclaimer. If you are queasy or have a weak stomach or if it's a phobia that you have, this episode will be covering throwing up, diarrhea, a lot of bodily functions here. So, as I was saying, when I was 15, that is when I began to have the most, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll go back a year before that. Let's go to when I was 14 and a freshman in high school. I will tell you the exact moment that would tip off and trigger my hyperhidrosis, which is excessive sweating. I had excessive sweating in my hands, in my armpits, in my feet, and we, okay, (laughs) let me explain myself. So this happened in my freshman year during gym class. And it was the dance unit. And I remember my teacher, my, my PE teacher, telling us about how teenagers, when they go to their first dance, that their hands are all sweaty. And uh, that's when I started to notice my hands sweating. That's when I started to notice that my sweating got worse and worse the more I thought about it. And I thought about it a lot. 
I had people, well, I'll just, yeah, a couple people who were mean, which you should not point out when somebody is sweating, okay? <laughs> you just, you should not point out when somebody is sweating. I'm pretty sure that they know. And guess what? They can't control it. I've had multiple people point out my sweat stains and my t-shirts or some clammy hands, some sweaty palms, some sweat marks of my feet in social situations where I have my shoes off. Uh, just this is something that made me feel so embarrassed. I would change my clothes to make sure I wore baggy clothes and black t-shirts and I wanted to hide away because I felt it was something to be ashamed of. My anxiety felt like I was at fault. I thought that I was the one who was making myself have excessive sweating because I kept thinking about it and the more you think about it, the more you sweat, the more attention you, you bring to it. And yes, I still deal with excessive sweating. It is something that is just a part of me and guess what? It's just who I am. So now when I I shake somebody's hand. I still hate it. I'm still embarrassed by it. I'm still worried what they're going to think of me. I think they're going to think that there's something wrong with me and it's automatically going to make them dislike me. And someone with social anxiety, the fear of shaking somebody's hand is often greater than the meeting of this new person, of this stranger. And the thing that started to make me accept my sweating was my fiance my boyfriend at the time we just started dating he was my first boyfriend I ever had and he pointed out he said something to me and it's something that he felt like you know I wasn't attracted to him or didn't like him enough he was he asked me why do I never hold his hand it, it's like that happened we were talking and hanging out for about three weeks, I would say, two weeks, no, I don't know, two weeks or something before we officially became boyfriend and girlfriend. And so we already knew each other pretty well. We already talked about so many things in our life that the sweating of my hands and my armpits and all that stuff that I felt ashamed of, I felt like he wouldn't find me attractive. And I remember just laying in bed with him and I said, I don't want to hold your hand because I'm embarrassed. My hands are sweaty. And he put his hand out and he took my hand and he put it on his and he said, see, mine are clammy too. And at that moment, I felt so accepted. And even though, you know, we were just, I guess, still starting to get to know each other, I felt so comfortable and so safe because let me tell you back before I dated him back before all of this you know our relationship blossomed I had this feeling because <laughs> it's kind of funny thinking about it now I had this thing that I visioned my wedding day as I would be wearing white gloves so my husband wouldn't have to 
feel my hands. He would, I had this vision in my mind that, oh, any guy that I dated or married, he never would touch my hands. Like, I would never let him touch my hands. He would never know the secret about me. So, I envisioned my wedding day, uh, me wearing these long white gloves. (laughs) Oh, that's really actually funny because now it's just like, (laughs) why? (laughs) Why would I do that? That, okay, yeah. So, this thing of this anxiety, there's a couple things that I do for my excessive sweating and my anxiety about that whole situation. Two things. Okay, so one, I just accept it. I'm like, you know, I am not going to make myself feel bad for something that I can't control. And another thing that slightly helps actually is um, for my armpits is certain dry deodorant. You put it on um, at nighttime, I think a couple times a week, um, and make sure you don't put it on freshly shaven skin, (laughs) but you put it on at night, and it's supposed to help with excessive sweating. And I do that when I know I have a social engagement or something really scary. I make sure I put that on at night, and I feel more confident the next day, knowing that, yes, I will still sweat, but it might not be that noticeable, and it's all good, right? (laughs) Because it gives me that confidence that, yes, I will still sweat, but it won't be as bad or as noticeable, and that's really great when it's something that you've struggled with for so many years until you get to the point of feeling comfortable in your own skin. Okay, so let's flash forward to where I started this episode where I was talking about when I was 15. I started to have really, really upset stomachs about school. School was my biggest source of anxiety. I had social anxiety. I always worried about Okay, seriously, for weeks and months into the school year, I would constantly pull out the uh, schedule, my class schedule, you know, what class I had at what hour, what period I had the class, and what room the class was in, because I was always convinced I was in the wrong room. I was always convinced I was going to embarrass myself by being in the wrong room and having to get up in the middle of the class, exit the room, be so embarrassed, and go and try and go into the class that I was supposed to be in and make a big scene to that. Over and over and over and over, I would check my class schedule. And that existed all the way into college. In college, my anxiety got a bit better. But let's talk about my stomach problems that stemmed from my anxiety. Okay, so obviously it's good to eat before school. It's good to eat breakfast before school. But my stomach was so sick. I was so sick to my stomach every day about school and having to be there. Oh, just talking about this right now is taking me back and I just want to give my younger self a hug. I want to tell my younger self that I love you. Ooh, 
every day of school for years, I would chew my food and try to eat breakfast, and I couldn't keep any food down. And I would throw up my food, constantly gag, and I could not eat. And then I would have diarrhea. And sometimes I'd be on the toilet, sitting on the toilet, and about to throw up at the same time. I remember sometimes I couldn't even make it to the toilet to throw up that I would make it to the sink and throw up. I remember brushing my teeth. (laughs) I would throw up, then brush my teeth, then throw up while brushing my teeth, and then having to brush my teeth again. And I remember in between classes, I would rush to the bathroom and have diarrhea. During lunch, I would go into the bathroom and have diarrhea, and I remember just constantly flushing the toilet so no one would know that I was having diarrhea or that I was pooping in the bathroom at school. And this went on for years. Um, There are a couple times I went home from school with what I called stomach flu because that's almost essentially what it kind of was. I was throwing up, having diarrhea, and I remember years later, it was, uh, I think I was in college at that point, or almost done with college, that I went to the doctor and, because I had a lot of, like, heartburn or digestive problems I don't know if it was heartburn or excessive gas or what it was, but I was prescribed an antibiotic to try and fix up my esophagus from all the years of throwing up. And I, like, had to... I was not bulimic. I've never had an eating disorder. I've never struggled or suffered with that. And I know so many people do, but for me, it was strictly an an anxiety thing. And I remember it was probably a few years into dealing with that, that I started to be able to not hide my throwing up and not having to hide my diarrhea from my family. And I think they were worried at one point that I was throwing up because of body image issues or because of control, but it was my anxiety that made it really, really messes with you. And to be honest, the things like I was saying earlier, these are not embarrassing. These are really, really freaking hard to deal with. Especially when you're a young teenager and you're just trying to freaking find yourself and you don't know how to and you feel so trapped, so freaking trapped in your body, in your mind, and you can't escape it. It's so hard when I think there's this thing in society where 
being anxious is cute or people throw around anxiety like it's just feeling slightly, you know, anxious instead of there actually being an actual, serious, hard, painful, debilitating situation that we are dealing with and living with day in, day out, and people throw around, oh, that gave me a pan attack. Oh my god, I just had an anxiety attack. No, you didn't. (laughs) You know, no, you didn't. Because if you did, (laughs) you wouldn't be comparing that. You wouldn't be making these statements, passing it off as just some thing Instead of something that completely takes over your life. Something that completely holds you hostage and it's so freaking hard to break free from it. Because it's all you know. It's all your life is consumed by. It freaking controls you. And guess what? One thing that you can do to start helping your anxiety is to not try and push it away, to not hide from it. When you acknowledge your anxiety, and when you acknowledge that you're suffering, actually going through it, actually living with something that impacts your life so much that you can't even function, or sometimes you can't even get out of bed, or if you're like me and you can't leave your house. When you understand that you are not your anxiety, you are not choosing to have anxiety. And the symptoms that you are experiencing and going through are not embarrassing. You should not feel ashamed to talk about them. And I started talking on this episode trying to almost have like a lighthearted situation like anxiety... You know, it brings upon these embarrassing moments. Isn't this pretty embarrassing? But the more I talk about it, the more I'm just angry that we are scared to talk about our anxiety. That we are scared of feeling judged more than we judge ourselves. And (laughs) if you listen to my podcast for any length of time, you know during every episode I get fired up. And I start wanting to change the world. And when I'm trying to change the world, I change from within. And when I talk about my experiences so freely and so openly, I have this idea that I can help at least one person. And that is all I am trying to do. I am trying to help people not feel so alone. I am trying to help people not feel so ashamed or embarrassed. Because so what if you are sweating more than society thinks you should? So what if you have to run to the bathroom and have diarrhea in a public place? Who freaking cares? Who freaking cares? Because at one point, I did, and it never served me. 
being ashamed of the symptoms I had with my anxiety and hiding it in a way and be like, ooh, I never had diarrhea before. When I was pooping my brains every single day for three or four years, five years, six years. Whenever I have something that gives me anxiety, whether I have to go to a new place or make a phone call, I am in that bathroom over and over and over again until I come out of that bathroom and I tell myself that I can get through this, that I have been through this before and I can get through this again because I can't. And anything that you are scared about, anything that gives you anxiety right now, if you are thinking about something that you are worried about, you can get through it. You have made it through every hard, anxiety-inducing thing in your life. You have survived. And I am so proud of you for that. I am so proud of you for overcoming something that wants you to stay inside. That wants you to stay inside your head, inside your mind. That wants you to stay scared. I am so proud of you. And if you are thinking that you have an embarrassing symptom of anxiety, talk to others about it. Because chances are they've experienced something similar too. Because anxiety is so common, but it seems like nobody talks about it, or at least nobody talks about it in the serious way that it is. And I want to leave this episode with you telling you once again that I am so proud of you and there is nothing to be ashamed of. There is nothing to be embarrassed about. Your anxiety. You know, sweating and throwing up, having diarrhea, having irritability. Whatever it might be that makes your anxiety feel worse because you're embarrassed by the symptoms, it is okay. And if you want to hear me talk more about anxiety, head over to my Instagram at OKNowBreathe and check more of my episodes here on OKNowBreathe Podcast. And of course, head over to OKNowBreathe.com and read all the anxiety tips and tricks and relatable blog posts I have on there. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this episode. I appreciate you so much. I'm so proud of you. And you can do hard things.